Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break. I got lost in my own brain. Got lost in my own brain and forgot, so I apologize uh, profusely. No, I, I get lost in my own brain all the time. It's all good. <laughs> well, I wish we were all good, but it's easy to get lost there. And with that, we'd like to welcome everybody to the <laughs> 72nd. I called the last one 72, but this is truly 72 um, podcast for the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. And we want to welcome Brandon Lee Adams. We're so excited to talk to him. Brandon's going to talk about welcome, Brandon. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, thank you very, very much for having me. And yeah. and I feel like I feel like this is it's kind of iconic because seventy two isn't that like season like the first uh, Star Trek was like seventy two episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens when we get to seventy three, but. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably call that one 72 as well. But, uh, I but keep that. rolling the never ending 72. <laughs> well, we, we started running into problems when we got past our combined fingers and toes. So, <laughs> yeah, that was trouble. So, Brandon, um, Brandon's deep in season two of Life of a Musician. Uh, and if anybody hasn't seen any of it, um, he'll tell us where it's available and where you can see it. But these yeah. shows, these shows are so intimate, and it's conversational music, which is just a beautiful thing to see. So, and Brand is probably going to talk a little bit about a Nam experience. And well, it, was... I think we should mention that that we talked to Brandon when he was doing the first season. And it wasn't clear where it was going, what was going to happen, whether it would be a success or not. And it was. And he's yes. doing another season. So, you know, congratulations on that. And uh, um, tell us tell us how the, the journey has been. Uh, it's pretty insane. Like uh, season two is airing in my local market now. And uh, every time one of them actually gets done and actually goes out to broadcast or to stream i i think to myself this is never going to happen again <laughs> it, it's sure it's it's really surreal and like uh i think i just stay so busy like it's times like this when when somebody asks me or when you guys ask me something like is that like the only time i reflect on it because like as soon as one thing's done like okay that was awesome what are we going to do next uh I'm I'm always trying to like I'm I'm afraid if I slow down I'll stop. You know, and, and I'll look at it and be like that was well, pretty cool. I think my well, life now, is now that you're into your second successful season, do people like stop you on the street? Do the checkers at the grocery store want to shake your hand? Uh, um are you discovering all the, the facets of fame? Well, you know, to be honest, it's always Sam's Club. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I have been, I have literally had people like, well, we'll go, we'll go to Sam's club because, you know, buy in bulk. Right. Uh, and there's no Costco in town. 
Um, but we, we plan a once a month Costco trip, but, uh, the bread is cheap and good at Sam's club, but I go to Sam's club and I've been ran down by people I've never met before in my life, like on three separate occasions. Um, and it's, it's, that's pretty wild, you know? Um, and they're like, oh, I watched the show and, and, you know, we love it so much and thanks for shooting it. And I love that artist or that, you know, um, I'm, I'm adjusting to it. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep, usually in the off season, I just grow my beard out and stay at home, you know, <laughs> and, pull a rock uh, across the mouth of the cave. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that you ought to talk to Sam's club about some promotion for this thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it might be right in their wheelhouse. It's, it's hard to say, but you know, you, you, it, it, you don't know. Um, give us some of the artists that were on season two. Oh, wow. Let's see. We have um, Janae Fleener. She is the now five-time Academy of Country Music and Country Music Association Musician of the Year. Uh, it's, and uh, you guys met Josh Martin, so we had Josh and Janae. Uh, Tim O'Brien, his episodes are airing locally right now. That's good. Uh, yeah, that was that was a dream come true. Uh, Red Volkert, uh you know, from Marl Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Play, playing with Red was was a was a trip, really. Um and, and to to be up close to somebody who's one accomplished that much historical music and two makes it seem so effortless. Like like his playing, it's like he's not even thinking about it. Like he could probably write a book. Or, or, or watch an epic movie while he's just <laughs> killing it. Um, we had, uh, let's see, the Church Sisters. They uh, they are a wonderful uh, sister duet who were signed to Big Machine Records in Nashville uh, before, I think, Big Machine kind of kind of went the way of the dodo. Um, but they're, they're an amazing talent. Uh, we've got an up-and-coming up country gunslinger, uh, Zach Topp who is um, now he's opening up for acts like Garth Brooks and Dwight Yoakam and Luke Bryan. Um, I'd known Zach since he was like 12 and now he's like six foot forever and putting out country music videos and on the billboard charts. Uh, let's see who else was on the show. I'm afraid to forget anybody. Oh, we had uh, American Idol uh, live round contestant, Lord Massetti uh, for a couple episodes. And wow. Now, now she's like a feature artist at Dollywood and she's playing the Grand Ole Opry and, you know, so we, we just kind of caught, you know, a bunch of folks. And then I had a show cancellation. Uh, we were going to have Roy Bookbinder on season two, but Roy had done to go surgery. And I had about a week to like uh, find a location in somebody. So I just hired a bunch of, uh, or called a bunch of friends and told them I'd give them money. And so I took one of the episodes myself as a, a week was just not enough time to, to get somebody in. Um, so I did an episode at a really cool loft location. Um, so that's pretty much that season two in the nutshell. So know. wasn't, wasn't a kegger at Brandon's house? No, 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 no. They wouldn't, the, the wife wouldn't let me do that. Um, did did uh, did Red give you his uh, a little early history that 
you know, they were on the road so much that all he did was go to the, his hotel room and like read through the local guitar, uh, um, like daily shoppers or local shoppers. Did he give you any of that? Yeah, Red, I, it was it was it's really a, cool. Like the show is unrehearsed. I have no clue, you know, what the conversation where it's going to lead. But Red just kind of kind of gave this like just a breakdown, you know. <laughs> but he managed to give like a lifelong breakdown and didn't drop one name, you know. Because <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was a like, experience with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like he's going through. Yeah, I was in Bakersfield and Nashville, and and we we went over here, and I played a little bit over there for about ten years, and then we did this for about ten, and never never mentioned. (laughs) But I like on on my show, it's it's the show is for the artist, so I let the artist dictate, you know, how it goes. So it was cool, and he said, "Okay, let's do this song." Like, all right, we start on fire, right? Um, I like, but I like to keep the show like that. I, I think it's it's scary. It's a little dangerous, but at the same time, everything that's coming out is what's happening spontaneously in real time. Yeah, that, that it, it 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 makes it it makes it more real. You it's know, always it, more more exciting when you're playing without the net. Yeah, oh yeah, I had to ask him like in mid in like right before we played the song said is that does that start on the five chord? I forget how that goes, you know. <laughs> but you know, because you know, the 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 idea is you always want to be as professional as possible. And my show is the complete opposite. It's it's how can you be as unprofessional as possible? It's kind of it's kind of how it's it, it's coming to be, but it's been fun. You know? I- I'd, I'd keep yeah. that. I'd keep that out of my talk to the program directors. <laughs> well, well, after after this experience, now do you have more artists like banging on your door saying, "Hey, Brandon, old buddy, old pal, how can I?" Uh... Yeah, there, there's a few, um, and it's always like it's always kind of um, it's tough because. I start working on like I started working on the season two artists before season season one was airing because we we shape the show and we shape it around the guests schedules. Um, so I started working on season three. And so, yeah, I've had I've had different friends say, hey, I want to get on the show. Um, and they're like, oh, OK, well, when are you free? It'll be like. I'm free, and it's like it always ends up being at the same time somebody else I've already talked to. It's like, ah, man, uh, I, it's been insane. I, I, I will manage because it's my show, and as long as PBS will let me do it, I'll always get everybody in. Uh, I just can't guarantee what time they'll get in. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm now I'm stoked about season three, but season two is airing. So that I think that's kind of the burden. Um, it's it's new to everybody who watches it, but to me, I've been dealing with it for a year. Uh, so well, it's just like the other burden you have is it's not being carried by all the local PBS stations. You have to have a subscription to PBS or something online uh, to get it in some areas, which is frustrating for some of us. That, oh, that actually that actually should be 100% free. So 
whatever station is not letting you carry that, text that to me and and I will personally because we we had the option of charging for that mm -hmm. and we chose not to charge for the PBS passport. If that's mm -hmm. what you're talking about. No, we, it, it's not available over the air uh oh. in all markets. Uh you use a service like that. Yeah, uh, and right now season one is made available, but it's like you have to wait. It's almost like every every station is its own little town. And okay, the life of a musician is available in, for instance, we're talking uh, in Reno, Nevada. So okay, so that station is going to pick up the life of a musician, but we're not going to pick it up. In March, we're going to pick it up in May, and then we might air it on Tuesdays at 1 p.m., whereas uh, in Tallahassee, Florida, they're airing it on Fridays at 7. Um, but they're not going to start the broadcast of it until March or until April. Right. So I guess just keep on your station about I heard a DJ had using the expression one time uh, when when I was actually on some charts, and I remember that I would look at the chart one week and my songs would be on it, and then the next week my songs were off of it. So I called, you know, the DJ, who kind of is the ramrod of all that, and I said, you know, why am I on the chart this week and on the chart I'm completely off next week? He said, well, it's like herding cats when you're talking acoustic music. Uh, and it, that, that seems to be the case with with PBS. You're kind of trying to herd cats because everybody is their own independent little nation who decides for themselves what they're going to do with it, um, which is it's a good thing. I like the freedom of that, um, but it's really hard to keep track of at the same time. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's definitely hard to get. I mean, the, the title is a, a, a tremendous title. You know, I mean, it's it, it's a tremendous, tremendous title. But then then they go, well, there's there's nobody from San Francisco on. And mm. that's what everybody wants to see. So these are all people from someplace else. You know, no, we want we want our local guys on. So, yeah, I, I, I completely 100 percent get what you're going through on that. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we've got a lot of Latin national artists. I mean, you know, John Jurgensen on season one, Joe McEwen, uh, you know, John's a California guy. Um, yeah, J James Nash will be uh, great for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're excited to have James on the show for season three. Um, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, well, it sounds like that you got the perfect title, you know, Life of a Musician on the Road. Be like you know, yeah. road show kind of thing, you know, and yeah, it's you know, it's it's a it's a thing that's kind of it's starting to take it and develop its own legs, um, and I'm 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 one of the, I'm, I'm a meticulous kind of person when it comes to things I work on, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm going to do a song, it's it's going to be I'm going to know that song and every little inch of it is going to be something I'm familiar with. Um, and then I did a show that's completely organic. So I'm trying to figure out a way to be organized with the chaos at the same time. Um, uh, it, it's kind of wild to be honest with you. It's, um, uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's like now it's something that has some life 
And it's like, I'm not even in control of it. Sometimes it feels like. Some really wise words were said to me from uh, my distributor. And he said, you know, you just keep going. He said, it, 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 no, it, no matter how many times you put stuff out there, you don't know where it goes. And when somebody sees it, even though to you, it's been, you've been, you did it 18 months ago. It's brand new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's just, as you say, it, they grow legs. You know, it's just, you got to find, you got to find where the spider's at and, and fill the hole and then watch it happen. You know, it, it, yeah, it is out of control. You know, it's, it's so different than what we, we dealt with 15, even 10 years ago is there was a project and you, and, and you were, and it was down and it was done and you went forward and, and you knew how it was going to be seen. Yeah, exactly. No yeah and now it's it's so many like like with our show we have a digital streaming plus the regular airplay broadcast uh, and that's two different sets of numbers uh that we have to look at so you know the passport streaming the did that's the digital side of things has its own numbers and then the broadcast numbers you can only get from like nielsen ratings so sure. If some if somebody was going to ask me what our Nielsen ratings were for episode one and two of, of season this season so far, I couldn't even get that and until we got the Nielsen ratings in. Uh, so, but you can get you can get those passport ratings on Google Analytics, like you know, in ten minutes. Yeah, um, it's 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 like two worlds, and both of them are one's running a lot faster than the other one. Uh, what, what about what about Europe? Are you are you locked in on on that? Because you know they're from talking with Isaac Yang at the show. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like there's pretty big acoustic markets. Like oh, Japan, like Japan and Germany. Mm -hmm. You know, looks like really big acoustic markets. So. One one of like my goals for this show, um, and, and believe it or not, I'm I am in the very infant, very itty bitty infant stages of it, is I would love eventually to take the show to say Ireland for like 40 days and work with Irish artists and then take it to Germany for 40 days, you know, real guerrilla style filming. But so there's plenty of interest for that. And, and I'm, you know, but the two big, two biggest things you have to worry about are your budget. Are you going to, how are you going to pay for it? Um, and two licensing. So we're on PBS, but if you go over to, to Ireland, you're talking BBC. Uh, so are you working in partnership with BBC? Uh, is this going to, you know, okay, we'd love to have it over here, but now if you're in Ireland, we understand you're on public television in, in the U S but well, if we're going to let you play here, we're going to give you all these streaming rights and all of this. Well, we need you to be our partner, too. And then how do I get BBC and PBS to play nice in the sandbox together? So it's it's a lot more complex than than you think it would be when, yeah. when you start into it. Um, 
Well, and you got to keep track of all the euros versus the dollars. So that's tough, man. <laughs> you know, I I did a, a pub tour with me and a, another mandolin player, Johnny Stats. Uh, in 2019, we toured over there, and it was awesome. It was fun. It was a ball playing all those pubs in Ireland. But we could not figure out that exchange rate because they had the euros, the pound, and the dollar at the same time. Uh, and I, we didn't know what was expensive and what wasn't expensive. He's like, "That well, that's two pounds." I'm like, "Well, that doesn't sound bad." <laughs> yeah. and my wife's like, that's five dollars." It's one potato chip. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Uh, uh, any, uh, did you find any, any, any uh, you were at NAM. I, I got to meet you in person, which was really great rather than talking on this thing. Did besides the complete overload, uh, yeah, the 100% overload, uh, and Tad and I did the crazy thing of together walking through the drum room. And I did and that then, too. I did and that then, too. Yeah. And then into the band room. And you know, you put you put a thousand drum sets set up and you let five thousand drummers in and the place is uh well I, I there's one takeaway from that. As a result of that experience, I am now carrying uh, earplugs with me at all times. <laughs> I have them right here in my pocket just in case I come across another drum room or another crazy band trying to show uh, 12 on their bass amp. Uh, I, yeah, that was that was so insane. I was like like Brenda Martinez over over with Santa Cruz. She's like my hero, like the the greatest greatest person in the world. Because it's like, oh my God, I have no clue where I am. <laughs> Drum room. Um, and I have no clue where I am. I'm like, well, if all else fails, I can call Brenda and maybe she'll come find me. <laughs> <laughs> that, place, that place is huge, man. Yeah. It, it, it was my first time too. And, and it was... It was interesting. It was a lot of fun to look at a lot of that stuff and to get a chance to experience yeah. that. Uh, but honestly, my I don't need to do it I will, as soon as I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Love you. All right. Bye. <laughs> Calls from the Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, a quick question: with all the <laughs> with all the artists you've been talking with and and meeting with and coordinating with. How has this affected you and your uh, musicianship, your songwriting, your whatever? I mean, uh, are you feeling like this is adding to what you have in your toolbox? Is it inspiring you to go in directions that you haven't tried? Is it holding oh, you back? I don't know. No, no, it's been nothing short of inspirational and driving for me. Like, I was literally, you know, I'm, you know for instance, I'm, I'm playing it. They're giving away the first Tony Rice scholarship over in Eden, North Carolina in June. And I'm bringing kind of an all-star band with me and we're going to do a complete hour and a half Rice set. And I'm, you know, up at three o'clock in the morning rehearsing all these crazy jazz numbers he did. And uh, I was kind of, you know, at first when I started doing the show, I figured, hey, I'll just do the show and, and that's going to scratch my musical itch. But now that I've been doing it and playing with a lot of my friends and some of my heroes, 
I've been inspired to, I'm going to go into the studio at some point, possibly this fall and do another album for myself. Um, right. Because the show, it, it's, it's, it's been kind of like a shot in the arm of inspiration, you know, and motivation. Um, now my life is, is like, you know, it's, it's like my life is music now. And, but I have to, you know, plan my schedule. So these days I go to bed like eight thirty, nine o'clock and I get up at three 30 so I can practice until, you know, nine and then, okay. From nine to whenever I'm going to grab some breakfast, feed the cat, take out the trash and then deal with the business end of things and then family time and then bed. But I'm actually loving the routine, you know, uh, if that makes any sense, because it's all moving towards something that I love. It's it's creating music and, and everybody has been so kind. And um, I hope that answers the question. I'm. Uh, it, I, I was just thinking about the first podcast we did with you and, and, and we kind of, I, I think Tad asked you the same kind of question and you really have evolved into being music. You know, you yeah. were, you were looking around for you, the, just the, the, the mechanics of, of doing what you started, you know, you, if you're going to build a house. Right. It's right. tough at the beginning and then maybe it gets a little easier and maybe you work on other things, but, but that that's, that's wonderful to hear Brandon. Yeah. It's uh, I'm, I'm really stoked about it. I, I enjoy the challenge of it. I have no clue when I'm going to have time to actually record an album, but I, I'm already putting the plan in process. Uh, I've got a friend who's bringing a studio down from Falls Church, Virginia, and we're going to set up in a uh, church that was built in 1850. And we're going to shoot in this amazing room in this church, just this live album, you know, uh, and but I, I think that if I had any advice for anybody who was, who was thinking about starting something, just go ahead and start it, you know, go ahead and start it and let the chips fall where they may, you know, because if you if you keep talking about someday, 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 but you don't do anything, it's always going to be someday. But if you say to your buddy, so remember when you said you would bring your studio down, how's about August? So in my mind, I've got from now to August to accomplish this. And now it's like, oh, it's a real tangible thing. Uh, instead of saying, you know, one of these days I'm going to ask my buddy to bring that studio down. You know, so. That, 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 that's just, that's fantastic because you, you have to take action on your thoughts. I mean, if you don't, they're just, they're, they're just useless. Right. Yeah. And that's life. You know, we adjust. It's, yeah. You know, okay, so it's not going to be exactly what you thought it was, but what part of life is? I mean, Maybe it just got better, <laughs> you know? It's, it, it's the hardest lesson, I think, to, to teach your kids um, is that you can't be afraid of failure. You just have to do it if you feel like doing it. And I think when we're born, I think that as babies, that's what we do. You know, it's, it's like, I'm going to get up and run across the room. And, you know, mom is screaming, ah, but, you know, the baby doesn't know. 
And yeah. we, we, we instilled them with all the fear. We instilled them with all the reasons they, they can't do this or why they have to be careful of that or, or whatever else. And then those lessons, I think, hold us back as we get older. It's always like, well, I'm going to overthink this and I'm going to make sure that I have a long checklist of things I have to do and check before I can try doing that. And that's yeah. what holds us back. We need to at some point just throw the checklist aside and say, let's try it. Let's just do it. Let's what the hell? Let's do a podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> you see what kind of trouble that's gotten us into. <laughs> But it's a great podcast. I, I've I've watched every single one of them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I I think they're awesome. I love I love doing this. Like you know, I do it like once a month. If you guys are game, like okay, this edition number seventy two. Yeah. yeah, it'll always be seventy two. Um, yeah, it truly will be. Um, Brandon, again, thanks. You know, it, thanks for the light. Thanks for the life. Thanks for the incredible music. Bless you. Thank you for listening and paying attention. Oh, you know? you're inspirational. Yeah, it's it 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 completely is. I, you know, it, it, just kind of like with this podcast. It, it, Tad and I were together yesterday, and he said, "What are we going to talk to him about?" And I just said, "I I don't know. You know, we're going to find out about season two, and we're going to find out about the show, and we're going to see what he's been doing." And, you know, it was a plan, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a detailed written out thing, but it was a plan. I, I, we had the last one with Lloyd bags. I had no idea he was a guitar maker, none. And, oh yeah, your first one gets sold to Rye Cooter. That's pretty good, right? Stop <laughs> it! Yeah, <laughs> you're hurting me. You know, I mean, really, that 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 that's crazy. So, and I had no idea that was going to come out. Yeah, and he just he took us down this wonderful road, and and it, it's so cool to see your development over the course of these two seasons, because you're a different guy. Uh, I'm trying to be. I mean, well, I mean, not different, but I, I think. Uh, I, when 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 season one was getting going, that's when you get introduced to the monster, and and now that I now that I've been introduced to the monster and managed to not have it bite my head off a couple of times, it's like uh, okay, well, all right. I mean, I'm always going to respect the monster, but I'm not going to fear it as much as I used to, you know. That that's the one takeaway from talking with you down at NAM was that it was really clear that you had really grabbed hold of the reins of this thing and had a good thorough understanding of what it was you were doing and where the problems were and what it was you had to deal with. Uh, and I mean, it sounds like you've, you found a, um, a path uh, that really suits you because it just feels like you know what you're doing, and, and you're doing it in a really good way. Bless your heart. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> that means I need to be an actor. Not, if nothing else, I just I know what I want to accomplish, and I know that it is attainable as long as I'm not afraid to work. I mean, I think anything in life, there's there's all different kinds of work. You know, there's there's mental work, emotional work, physical work. If you want to accomplish something and you're not afraid to put in this blood, sweat, and tears, you can get 
if not the exact thing you wanted, you can get a semblance of, you know, a facsimile of what you were after. Um, and that's, I, I, I guess that that's kind of where I'm at with it is I know what I want to do. I know what I want to get. I know how to get there. And it doesn't scare me as much as it used to because I'm not afraid to do the work, you know, uh, if that makes words, any sense. Words to live by. It makes every all the sense in the world and they're just words to live by. And I, you've, 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 you've dumped about five gems in here. Well, thanks, man. Did you write them down? Cause I don't remember. Yeah. You know, the, the best part is the best part is, is that we don't have to write them down. We have them on, we have them live. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say thanks. I'm going to let you go have your day. Yeah, man. Um, we'll, uh, pleasure. Yeah. We, we, we can't thank you enough for this. Oh, I yeah. love talking with you guys. This is like completely fun. This is, yeah. this is like the highlight of my day. And now I have to go like, you know, make phone calls and, everybody who's who might be listening to this podcast to call their local pbs station and if yeah. they don't have life of a musician on their schedule tell them to yep. get on there grassroots yeah. grassroots yeah. let's just pound them yeah yeah ah. many 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 thanks i appreciate every little bit of it okay you take care brandon Hey, you right, have, have a good, good day. Talk to you, Brandon. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, Please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar. <laughs>